I'm Chris H., and welcome to Pop's Pint, a conversation with my friends where we discuss fatherhood in 2019. Welcome to the second episode of Pop's Pint. We made it to two, so I guess uh, the momentum is catching on. Yeah, you're on fire. Yeah. 50% increase. No, that's 100% increase. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're not a numbers guy. Yeah, right. And introducing my boy CJ, uh, who is here to talk about fitness and maintaining fitness uh, as a father and how you do it, why you do it, um, and how it affects just your relationship uh, with your wife and uh, with your two-year-old son. Um I met CJ through lacrosse uh, post-collegiately, and that's how we have continued our friendship. Um, but now that we're old and... Uh, Speak for yourself. I don't know if that's true, my friend. <laughs> I mean, if you do the numbers and you look at the DOB, that date of birth... Uh, this is true, but it's just a number. Oh, just a just number. Just a number. So what's bringing down that number is clearly your personal fitness. I mean, come on. Yeah, listen, personal fitness takes some of the credit, but I think it's probably all driven from a drive to play this game, which is, quite frankly, as you said, the reason that we're even sitting here in the first place. It's, it's, it's lacrosse. It's the, I mean, we as guys, as men, <clears throat> there's a bunch of stuff that we liked doing as we grew up, but at some point, we all gravitate to a sport or two, right? And for me, it was around seventh grade that I gravitated to this ball and a stick, and I haven't been able to shake it since. And so if I'm even going to try to keep up with a 25-year-old or be able to handle getting knocked around by a 40-year-old, i got to go to the gym. Well, it's clearly, clearly with that answer, the the audience now knows you love a ball and stick. (laughs) Solid ball and stick. Facts. (laughs) <laughs> just one ball and a stick. <laughs> so, I mean, at, at the podcast that pops point, the whole the whole premise is the conversation about fatherhood over a beer. So, CJ, uh, what are you drinking today? Um, and this is this is perfect for fitness and calorie counting. It's the Ballast Point Brewing Co.'s Tart Peach Kolsch. And in fine print, it's a German-style ale with natural flavors. All right. Now, so from 1 to 10, how are you feeling about it? Uh, I'm going to go with a solid 8 to 8.5. That's a pretty good score. Yeah, and it reminds me of uh, one of the Lincoln Summer Shandies. Okay. With, uh, with a little bit of a little, little punch on the back end. So. Very I know good this is only one pint, but it could be two or three. We've been, let's let the audience know, uh, we've, we're four or five deep. Okay, and, this is true. And this is true. <laughs> He's uh, this is the first on-site interview um, for Pops Point, which is pretty cool, and I'm excited for. And uh, so on my side, I got Pipes Pipeworks Brewing Company out of Chicago. I am absolutely in love with these guys. Uh, they make an extremely good uh, session, the Lizard King session Palau, which is probably my top top beer of choice. Um, but I am exploring. Playing around with uh, some Infinite Galaxy right now, Galaxy Hopped IPA, one to ten. Uh, it's it's a little too hoppy for me. Personally, I I'm I'm really in the sessions right now, so I would probably say a six. Is this the one that I tried earlier? Yes, you were you're not. Got it. Yeah, that, that, I think they hit like one with one of my uh, <laughs> <laughs> one of my 
scale. Am I right? Well, I will say, <laughs> I mean, I know just from our years of being bros, uh, I always thought you were just kind of a mixed drinks guy. <laughs> you being beer. So when I asked you, hey, what do you want when you come up? I figured I was going to be making you a mixed drink, some concoction uh, that you were drinking now. The fact that you were like, whatever. And then I was like, why well, have a hell of a lot of IPAs in the downstairs in the basement? Hey, well, listen, I mean, you, you, you can probably appreciate this being a dad. If you want alcohol, it doesn't matter what it is. You just want the alcohol. <laughs> just, just give me the drink, please. Um, it's fine. So, yeah. Um, I'm an equal opportunity uh, drinker of the booze these days. <laughs> well, outside of the booze, uh, just swinging back to our topic of just fitness uh, while being a dad and just how, like, how do you maintain a workout schedule while being there as a father and also, I mean, you have a very high profile job. So I, Clearly, clearly, the reason is to kind of maintain your fitness so that you can play the sport that you love and that you've grown up as a as a kid that kind of shaped you shaped you to be the the man who you are today. But um, like, I mean, how do you keep up with that twenty five year old while also fulfilling all your other obligations at the highest level? I mean, it, it's it's not easy. Um, you know, I, I thought given. Being a, being a husband um, and spending, you know, five plus years with my wife prior to uh, our son, I assumed that this concept of a routine would have carried over no problem, but you really don't know what you don't know. And once uh, that little guy uh, arrived in January of 2017, uh, just the idea of trying to find five minutes for myself kind of went out the window. So it's it's hard to, to 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 boil it down. I know I said a lot, but no, but I, I mean that is kind of the point of the whole conversation. So where are you making up the five minutes? What are you giving up in order to? Yeah. So, so funny, you know, when when my my girlfriend now wife at the time started started dating, you know, Sunday Saturday morning we were long distance for a while. Uh, I'm shooting out of the bed at seven o'clock seven thirty. This is on a Saturday after going out. This is Sunday, you know. No, regardless, I'm shooting out of the bed, you know, bat out of hell, um, because I was just programmed to work, work hard, play, play hard, and use the gym to make sure you're able to do, do those two things I just mentioned. And so I thought that I would be able to keep up with that, um, but what happened is I realized how tired I really was, and so. If I'm being honest, the first, the year leading up to my son's birth, um, my the concept of fitness changed because you wanted to be supportive of your wife. So as she was going through her challenges of being pregnant um, and enjoying that pizza, that spaghetti, uh, that cake, that candy, I was right there with her. I mean, I wanted to show her all the support possible. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, uh, sometimes I I'm over supportive. <laughs> <laughs> so your uh, so your boy over here blew up, um, and so I went from call it a one one ninety two one ninety five to like two two seventeen two eighteen by the time my son was born. Um, and then, like you said, like I said earlier, the first nine months of being a dad, there's no schedule or regimen for you to get back to addressing 
cutting those calories, uh, sorry, burning those calories. But from a food perspective, it was you eat when you had a chance. You eat, you ate what was ever in front of you. And there was really nothing in front of us. So it was always delivery and delivery. What It's pizza, burgers, it's fries. I mean, so that's, that's what we did. And so once we got a handle on, on kind of our son, we kind of started to piece the rest of our lives back together. And so for me, uh, step one was making a concerted effort to go to the gym. Uh, my wife would realized quickly that the idea of going to the gym was much more of a hassle being a mom. And so we invested in this, uh, this little company you might've heard of. It's called Peloton. Um, they make this thing, this bike, uh, that I'm looking at it right now <laughs> in my basement. <laughs> um, uh, that bike, quite frankly, was the, the, the gateway to getting on some kind of routine because at least then you didn't have the excuse of saying, oh, I can't get to the gym. Um, it's too cold outside. I don't have a trainer. The, the, that bike, quite frankly, was step one for both my, my wife and I to kind of get back on track. And so it started with you know random workouts at random times. So if it's a, if it's a Sunday at three o'clock, well, you had 45 minutes to, to, to get a quick session and you took advantage of it. And so that was step one. And then I realized that the result that I wanted was to be able to be shifty, move left and right, um, and be able to take a hit. Because these kids that are coming out of school, they hit hard. I mean, they may be out there having fun. It may be a beer league, but they still hit hard. And I got to go to work the next day. And so uh, I realized quickly that riding a bike wasn't going to be enough. And I needed to get back to doing some of the things that I was doing when I was rehabbing from my ACL surgery. And so the answer was reach out to the trainer um, who helped me through my ACL surgery back in 2009, a guy by the name of Chris Danzi. So any of you guys looking for a trainer, hit this dude up. He's official. For real, uh, for real. For real, for real. Uh, he's also a lacrosse player, and he's also a father of two. And so I don't know if you could find a person that's a more better fit um, for what I needed and where I was trying to get uh, with respect to fitness and, and being able to play this game, LAX. Uh, it started with workouts at 6 o'clock in the morning. Um, and Chris, you can appreciate this. Um, my son didn't wake up necessarily at 7.30 like I wanted him to. If he's waking up at 6, now there's this tricky decision of do you go to the gym uh, do you go train with your trainer or do you do you stick around and try to help your wife because it's not fair that she has to manage that load every single morning while you're out there um, pushing weights or, or pushing a sled. And so what happened is we went from a 6 o'clock workout to a 5 o'clock workout to ultimately a 4.45 a.m. workout. Um, outside, there was no gym. Um, 4.45, I don't do. <laughs> I, I, I do a get-up at 4.30, but at activity... <laughs> at 4.45, aside from me sleeping on a train into Manhattan. Yeah, well, I think I slept through some of those workouts. You know, I mean, because uh, I don't remember half of them. At well, least so, it, so it, it's definitely sounding like the alarm clock uh, or just when you wake up, that's a sacrifice in its, of itself. So you're giving up the sleep. Now, I, I, I have an interesting question in the fact of – so just background to the audience. I mean – when CJ said it was kind of built into him, I, I mean, you played collegiate lacrosse at a very high level, D1. Um, I mean, you're just so old that the MLL wasn't around. <laughs> Otherwise, you would have definitely been in the MLL. Um, but at where do you? Where was that kind of ingrained? Was that a high school thing? Was that a college thing? Was that a post-collegiate thing? 
So I think that's uh, I think that's something that's kind of stuck with me ever since I was a little kid, and I, and I think that's where the you, you talk about the how how hard it is to be a parent and making sure you're teaching the right lessons to your kid. You know, one thing my father always said to me is, you know, cheesy, but it's so honest. Good, better, best. Never let it rest. Till your good becomes better, your better becomes best. It is, there's some of these things I'm sure. Yeah, but that's what sticks these in your things head. That stick in your head, right? And and so and accountability is it's a big huge, thing. It's huge, you know. So you talked about kind of that first nine months after uh, your your son was born. Did you have to? But did you have to give yourself a little bit more leniency and not be so hard on yourself as when you, when you're reflective on, okay, how many times did I, like, I look at everything as a seven day calendar mm. and it's like, did I, was, did I, did I actually get two, two wads out this week? Did I get on the bike two times? Did I get some cardio that like, did I get some stretching in? And I look at that quantitatively and if I don't hit a certain number from, numbers if I don't hit a certain number of workouts or minutes then um, I, I I do I, I, I get reflective on me and I, I hold myself accountable do you, did you have to be a little bit more lenient within that nine months and was it like you know okay like I gotta focus on this new I gotta focus on this new challenge that I've never experienced before before I can accept some of uh, the other normalcies or so that's a it's a great question um i've got a couple ways i can attack it the first thing i would tell you is it's certainly like a yo-yo because i can tell you right now the guy that you're sitting here talking to is back up to like 210 pounds so i haven't figured it out I you look out. you look spelt. <laughs> yeah. You look spelt. It's because I'm wearing all black, dude. That's, that's, that's how you hide that. That's that New York City trick. That's what, what those girls do, the skinny arm. Well, this is the guy version, just wear all black. And no joke, CJ bought me a black shirt uh, true. To, to rep his brand. <laughs> and I got it on right now, which is all black. There we go, man. You're looking svelte, the too. The sveltness. <laughs> but, but literally, my, my wife said to me, last week we were having a conversation, I'm I'm just not happy with where I am. You know, the thing that makes me most, the thing that relieves the most stress, the most tension is going out there, ripping one top shelf and watching a 25 year old's ankles break when you do it. I mean, that gets me every single time. But I can't go out there and do that right now. I feel slow. I feel lethargic. My knees hurt. My hips hurt. And I'm getting on myself. And she's like, you got to stop that. She's like, your time is the time that you have now is not the time that you had two, three, five, seven, ten years ago. So you have to be honest with where you are. And so I think my wife does a great job of trying to bring you back. Yeah, like give yourself a chance, like to the, the leniency comment that you that you that you mentioned. Um, but but no, I didn't for those first nine months be lenient on myself because I've always pushed really hard. I push hard. Uh, professionally, I've pushed hard athletically, I've been pushed hard personally, um, and I, I continue to push myself. And so, so no, I probably lost a few hairs, uh, an additional few hairs that first nine months as a function of, of not really giving myself a chance to fully appreciate the new responsibilities that I had uh, and be so honest on how I was being going to reflective on it. You would probably take a little bit more pressure off and yeah. not trying to maintain. Yeah, because, because again, I mean, it's, you know, 
it's, it's selfish in some respects because my wife just delivered a baby, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. she's not out there going to the gym. I mean, and so by the way, I mean, we didn't get into this, but sometimes she looked at me like I was crazy. We had plenty of arguments where it's like, you know, it's nice that you can go to the gym, but I can't. Yeah. Or, you know, we would agree that she was going to get on the Pelton bike at nine o'clock. And then it's nine o'clock and she's still asleep. And then I go downstairs and get on it. And she's <laughs> yeah, like, what are yeah. you doing on the Peloton bike? I'm like, well, you said it was nine o'clock. And she's like, well, and then remember, you know, we, we bought the bike probably primarily for her. And then it became something that I was using the majority of the time, which that didn't go over well. <laughs> right. Yeah, because well, now I've, I've taken the thing that she needed that she wanted yeah. and she can't use it when she needs. So that was a stretch as well. Yeah. Guys, uh, men, fathers. If you buy a Peloton bike, just buy two. No way. No <laughs> way. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're right. I, You're right. I'm it kidding. will go I'm through kidding. fads I'm and whatnot. I mean, I think I, I, the, the greatness of Peloton is just the flexibility. And I think it's one of those, you make constant excuses. And then when you just have it there, like you can no longer make that excuse. And the kind of uh, pick your own ride too. I mean, a 20 second burn on that, I, I, I forget, the high intensity, the hit. Oh, the hit, yeah, the 20-minute run, yeah, yeah. Which I had no idea what it was until I did it, and I said, holy, it's like, what is going on right now? Yeah, those things are But it, 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 it it's also like, if it's, it helps set you up, and I think, especially as a, as a new dad, and then even with the second one, I had to maintain that in the fact of myself from a stress level. Like when I, we went, when I went on paternity leave, I, I mean, I was, I, I, I went to the cross, I went to CrossFit probably four out of five days because if I was going to stay in the house for 11 hours straight and just take care of this child, that set me up for success. Right. If not, I could see the small things kind of getting on me and kind right. of gnawing at me. Yeah. But like when I put such a large effort out at the beginning of the day, super early, um, that's where, I mean, that I, I got the highest value of return. And I think it was kind of like finding that right mix. Sure, sure. Um, me doing it in the middle of the day is like, it's not happening. I think now that my second daughter is older now, um, and she actually like, I'll do stretches and push-ups and sit-ups and some ab work and she's right next to me and she does we i say are you doing yoga you doing yoga like <laughs> right. and she'll get into poses and stuff and i think you you have to bring them into a degree too at some point and i also feel like that just sets such a great example where they see daddy or they see mommy that are active and doing other things outside of uh that nine to five sure and uh, like I, the I, I have to do it from a stress level standpoint, from a work, because work is constant. And with email now at the palm of your hands, you're expected to be constantly on. And as a father, you're constantly on. That juggle in and of itself, and then just being a father and the head of the household, I needed, I need something to take off that edge. And kind of like with CrossFit, I get exact like i'm purely exhausted and then it's also kind of like miserable company with you were talking about your trainer danzy he has two kids himself yeah if you're yeah. doing a four 
45 workout and you're actually, I mean, you're doing sprints, you're doing up downs, you're doing ladders, you're doing burpees, whatever you're doing. But to have another father right there next to you, there's no excuse then, right? Like, yeah. no, they're, 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 that's, I think that's why, why the partnership has, has worked so well. And I guess I should mention this to you. Part of that yo-yo is from April 1st until October 30th, I actually feel pretty good. I move pretty well. And the reason is, is that's the time that Chris Dance and I are training outside. And look, I live in Hoboken. Um, we literally, uh, he literally drives into town and we meet at a turf field that's, you know, about 10 blocks from my house. And then we're out there before the sun comes up. And then by the time I get back home, I hop in the shower, then I can, you know, help take my son to get my son ready to go to daycare. Um, but the, the reason I, the reason I bring it up is that there is somebody to push you and then it's not going to let you make that excuse that you kind of mentioned earlier for, for, for trying to get in shape. It's, there are no excuses. He's got two kids and he drove to Hoboken. Yeah. All I got to do is get up at four thirty um, to, to get there to make it happen. So. And it's a juggle, man. I mean, like you do have to actually fight for your fitness. You do have to fight for, um, and I don't mean fight in the fact of starting a fight with your wife or a confrontation or an argument. I mean a fight in the fact of trying to look at your calendar, your agenda that day. Where do you have an opening? And where can you actually put something in its place that gives you some type of physical activity that keeps you moving, that that keeps whatever um, whatever goal you're trying to achieve uh, helps you kind of take another step forward into that path. But I, but I mean, I don't want to disagree with you, but I, you absolutely do have to fight for it. Like you yeah. really do. I mean, I'm not saying you have to make it an argument, but you have to make sure it's that, a priority that, that, that your partner understands it's a priority because as you've already highlighted, the physical elements are, are one benefit, but the mental break is probably yeah. more important, yeah. especially as a dad. Because I wanted to show you this. So this is literally my calendar on my iPhone. And this is standard for every day of the week. I have to be at the gym at 6.30 Monday for lower body, Tuesday for upper body, Wednesday for upper body. Uh, sorry. Wednesday for, what is that? Wednesday for cardio, Thursday for cardio, every week. So it's something that my I'm going to get and having it on your calendar is another, is another step to kind of reinforce that pattern of behavior, right? And I, I think that's kind of um, why wearables are such a big thing as well. And the fact that these trackers um, kind of hint or uh, refresh, oh, I, I had this scheduled, or um, I haven't stood up. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Oh, I took this many steps. Yeah. Um, I could take the subway to Grand Central or I could walk 10 blocks and actually get something out of it. And then, you know, that's, you may, it's a good point. That's where I have, if I ever offered myself some leniency, it's when I wore the Fitbit and the Fitbit said that you still did 15,000 steps if you didn't go to the gym. That was, that's how I kind of was okay with it because look, New York's a walking city, you know, you would walk a little further or if you know you would go instead of going to lunch at the place a block away you go to the place four blocks away and that's how you kind of uh compensated for those places uh for those opportunities that you missed in the gym
All right, cool, man. Well, I appreciate it. Um, I'm I'm done my beer. I'm chugging mine now. Uh, okay, okay. He, you're, you're such a talker, and he did chug it. Very impressive. Very impressive. Well, Jay, uh, I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. Absolutely, man. For sure. I'd be doing it anytime. I, I think, and and to the users out there, I, I mean, you got to fight for your fitness um, and make it a priority. It can't be your top priority. I mean, you got the wife, you have your partner, you have the kid, you have the job, uh, but it has to be one of those top seven, top eight, and putting those pieces on the calendar and making uh, making it a point to making it a point that you attend those meetings. Uh, we will be back uh, next week. Uh, haven't figured out the guest yet, but uh, we'll see who pops up. Uh, thanks, everyone. Bye now.